Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Yeah, buddy, it's hour one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. General, at your service, there's Brian Broaddus. You have Lucius Alexander, the Pimp Cup. Eric Chiafalo is here, and Carter Freeman has one eye on college football. That big championship game coming up, and he's coordinating your video for you at 105.3thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. And a good afternoon to you, fine gentlemen. How the heck are you? Doing well, General, doing well. Right on. We, uh, we have seven Pro Bowlers on this Cowboys team. Look at this. The uh, Niners got nine of them. Uh, two is a pro bowler. First Dolphins quarterback to do that since Dan Marino in 1995. But the Cowboys got seven of them. That's pretty cool. Uh, but you do have to clarify that two of them are the punter and kicker. Okay, so it's it's kind of like five plus. That's kind of the way I look at it. It's great to have that this money kicking situation, this money punter. But uh, It is. But Dak, Lamb, Bland, Micah, and our five o'clock guest today, Zach Martin, who probably will want nothing to do with any congratulations on being a not pro at bowler. all. He, he will just kind of wave it off, like yeah. I think he'll be offended by by the yeah, he will. attempt to compliment him on. Do it. Do you think he's more proud of the fact that he's ninety nine overall in Madden? I would be. Yeah, I think I would be too. Once you once you've racked up as many Pro Bowl nods as he has, yeah, you're like, what's another Pro Bowl here? Like with us, he'll be like, oh, I'm just focused on the team. But if he was around his bros and like being really honest about it, he'd be like, oh, yeah, the Madden thing is cool. The all pros are super cool. Obviously, the Hall of Fame's the icing on the cake. But I would probably rank it like that. Madden 99, all pro, but Hall of Fame on top. I learned a lot about Zach last week when he told me he threw his MVP trophy from the the, the uh, bowl game into the lake. You guys didn't hear about that story? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. went fishing with his buddies went or something? Fishing, yeah, went fishing. I, I thought he was going to – we were interviewing him the other day, and he uh, he got a trophy for the uh, pinstripe bowl as the MVP. Really? And he, and he was he – He was, threw it in the lake? He was, he was, he was, he was on a boat. He had the boat. They were, they were right Did around they need in an the boat. anchor? No, they just knocked it into the water. Oh, on accident? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. I thought he was going to tell the story that he was traded it for, like, a case of beer – yeah. And a bag of burgers. Yeah, from like that, a super yeah, Notre he Dame goes, Yeah, he goes, let me tell you, we had this story. I, I took my trophy, and I'm thinking, oh, he traded it for beer is what he yeah. did. But he, he does. I don't think he cares very much about this. Well, the commanders won't be needing to care about uh, pro bowlers as they're getting yeah. ready for the Cowboys because they don't have any. Them and the Packers, too, right? One of four teams yeah. without a pro bowler. Packers, another one of them. And, and, Brian, there actually might be even fewer players than usual available for them in Washington this week. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Just kind of visiting with some folks there. They've got a lot of guys. That injury report's pretty thick for them right now. Not and in a good way. Not in a good way. Yeah. And so there's uh we'll we'll see how the, the the coaches there and stuff, man, they're they're playing for their gigs. I mean, they're trying to, you know, for other opportunities and stuff like that, but they're keep an eye on their their injury list because there's some 
there's some guys on that list that probably aren't going to suit up. Yeah, if you're hurt, you, I mean, you have a chance to play spoiler, but, I mean, the coaching staff is getting turned over. It's yeah. the end of a miserable year, and if you're fighting something that could get worse or is a big pain to deal with, uh, you know, this isn't a probably a situation that players are willing to continue to sacrifice, and, and that could go to the Cowboys' benefit. I'll take anything I can get at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to play a physical team on the road. And That's I, what it comes down to. I understand those commanders' players. I mean, all that, as you mentioned, and they can't even be guaranteed a hot shower after the game. <laughs> right? Yes. It's like, or are you a serious? free stadium. Yeah. Oh, at the last, right. game, last game, you just take your pads off and just go to your car. Just change. You didn't, I mean, you just go home and shower. That sounds now. nice getting home you know in, what I'm in the shower if it's, it's, it's pretty close. Yeah. You better have a towel covering your seat in your car. You know, you can't just post game. You're playing on the field of feces, as as Dawson just mentioned. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to get into your car with that stench. Do you worry more about the visiting wall crumbling into the locker room? Yes, or the lack of a shower? Yes, uh, I I think the building just full on collapsing on itself is probably number one next Fe- to all the plumbing issues. Feces pouring on to number two. As the building's crashing on, yeah. like you're literally getting getting uh, urinated on as the building comes caving in on you. Like those are all real possibilities. I can't wait to ask Zach Martin. You know, like one, what's your confidence meter that you're going to get a hot shower after this game? Yeah. And two, <laughs> what's just the funniest observation from Feces Field over the last decade that you've been playing there? Man, how horrible would that be to be a media member on that on that flight home when the football team can't shower? Holy cow! I, just, I I think well, I'll just drive. I'll, I'll rent a car. You know. Yeah. That no. You you're in a situation where, okay, the way it's broken down, we got coaches in front. Yeah. Then we're like in row eighteen, like I, fifteen, yeah. eighteen. Not enough the players, rows. The players are all behind. It's you. It's all the same air circulating. Yeah. You're getting yeah. that mildewy, for sure, funky type of. It's only a matter Ooh. of time. Smell like a hockey glove in there by the time you get to thirty thousand feet. And that's the worst smell in sports. Uh, you I also. Think, I think actually the. How about the smell of a of a locker room during two a day practices in the summertime? I think the hockey glove and even just the football glove, any glove, I to me at least in my experience yeah. has been the single worst thing. And you watch it as many times as you can; it really just doesn't go away. Bet payoff, tape a hockey glove to your face for a segment, like the palm, the palm over your face. Oh, that's a pretty good one, man. I like that. That's a pretty good one. We, we do the, have we got the, the hockey hawk. Maybe he could pull that off for us. He always wants to do things, but never comes through. I think he could, pro- he could pull this off for you think sure. Get us a I, smelly I definitely glove? He, yeah, I think he could definitely get us a smelly yeah. glove for, right. a, for a bet payoff. It might not be a hockey one, but I'm sure he's got one laying around somewhere. Speaking of bet payoffs, tomorrow is <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow what? Is epic. What are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm just having a good time. By the way, I think the move there, by the way, on the plane with the with the no showers, wasabi mustache. That's tomorrow. Brian Broaddus. I'm doing it for an hour. Bet payoff. It's tomorrow an hour, right? The three o'clock hour tomorrow. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm teasing it right now. I'm doing it during the Stephen Jones interview. Right on. Because there could be some big time discomfort asking him questions. Wow. Okay. So we're going to have fireworks during the Stephen Jones interview tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be a, a multiple Might bet be the payoff last Friday. one we'd have. Here with you in the nation. <laughs> we can guarantee the worst question ever asked in the history of radio being asked to him. All the while, we have our Super Bowl champion scout wearing a wasabi mustache. And, and I might st- be doing the, the, the gallon milk me challenge. So we'll see. Because I got to pay off a, tomorrow, too. A vomiting Chia follow for the second time wow. in show history. Yeah. Cowboys released a wide receiver Martavis Bryant. A wide receiver Tyron Billy Johnson, who had my favorite name on the team. <laughs> Offensive lineman Adam Pankey and defensive tackle Willington Prevalon. 
from the practice squad. They made room for Lyle Collins and Damian Wilson and uh, McMath, who now has the new best name on the team, Racy McMath. Racy McMath. That sounds made up. <laughs> it's awesome. Racy, Racy got his nickname or got his name because of him racing around as a, a baby. Nice. That's how I learned that. Like crawling or foot speed? I think it was. I think it was one of those things that he was always moving, maybe in the stomach area. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. wow, yeah. wow. Uh, While being, he was yeah. on the treadmill in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, running back Sir Roderick uh, uh, Thompson is is here as well, a Valley Ranch and Texas Tech guy. Well, they need to practice. They don't, you know. Now that they put Vaughn on the on the injured list, they're going to need a running back to have for practice squad reps. So this seems like a good fit that way. Okay. Speaking of children, child with lighter starts the fire at the oh, Tyree Kill no. home. Really? Fairly common, actually. That's how my the original G-Bag broadcast partner, Greg Henson, burned up his leg as a kid in Detroit. Yeah. Playing with a lighter? Playing with a lighter in bed. You get under the covers, you know, if, if you're a mischievous child, yeah. and yeah. you're flicking that lighter, hmm. you know, hmm. you kind of got this, it's, it's magical. Uh, Is this a euphemism? <laughs> the, the picture that you just painted, you get under your covers, you flick it. And yep. it's magical. There's like other things going on besides a lighter. No, I don't. I don't. I th- is it not a match though? I feel like the match is more dangerous. Striking them, right? The, I mean, the the lighter in the bed with those sheets. So the sheets become yeah. ca- now yeah. you're engulfed yeah. in yeah. flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. insane. You, you, yeah, you you know you're hiding from your parents, so you're not you don't have the lighter out. You got the lighter under the covers, right. you're making this little dome. Maybe you're with your brother, and you're like, "Whoa, this is so cool." And the next thing you know, uh, millions of dollars in damage is being done to your house. So, yeah. again, uh, the good news is those kids didn't get hurt. But, you know, Henson got hurt because he's trying to put it out. You know, he's like, crap. Yeah, um, damage control. I need to put this out before it becomes obvious that I've started a fire in my house. So he's trying to stomp on it and couldn't get it out, and it, it burned up his legs pretty good. <laughs> yeah. There was a. Did you see the Bills Mafia member who was uh, over the weekend caught on fire for a little bit longer than I think he imagined he would be when he jumped off the the Winnebago into the is table? The, is that the guy? I saw a guy that put lighter fluid on him and then lit and then did the backflip into a different deal. Different probably deal. a probably <laughs> a Bills fan. What are probably, we do- probably a Bills fan. Yeah. Uh, but this was this was a legit Bills Mafia tailgate Winnebago jump on the table of fire, come off the ground of the table of fire, and I'm still engulfed in flames and now I'm running around crazy yeah. while everybody's patting me down trying to get the fire off. I me. remember a playoff game the Cowboys had at Old Texas Stadium and some dude had a snowman outfit on and he caught on fire in the in the he was in the aisle. Ooh. He caught on fire and people were throwing like their drinks, but that's when you couldn't bring like you were people were bringing alcohol in to Texas Stadium. They didn't have they weren't selling it. People were throwing like 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 whiskey on him and and the flames got even more intense. <laughs> Like drunk people were trying to help the dude, <laughs> but they were throwing their drinks on him, and the, he went up even more. But well, yeah, I never heard this story. So, did, was it death by fire? No, I, I don't. It was not a death, but you could you could hit the YouTube. It was a cowboy playoff game. I think it was against the Vikings, but the dude caught on fire in the aisle of a cowboy game, and uh, yeah, they 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 uh, people were throwing their drinks on him. To try and put it out, but no. But he, it was basically it like engulfed, it engulfed him even more. This is the damn 1977 <laughs> NFC title game against the Vikings. Was, you, were you there? You're not making I, this yeah. up. I was there. I was there. And wow. the dudes, the dudes. I, I, I didn't throw my drink because I was drinking it. I'm not throwing my drink. I, I, but I didn't know you weren't drinking it. You were 10. No, no I was. Uh, it was a different time, Dawson. 15. You were 15, and you were drinking at the Cowboy game. Uh, Your parents get that for you. A cocktail, yeah, or two maybe. 
Yeah. Yeah, because remember their tradition was to to put the empty beer cans as yeah. ornaments on the Christmas uh, Christmas tree that was at the tailgate. So hold on, your parents are going to the bar at the game and they're like, Brian, do you need one? And you're like, Yeah. No, no, 15. no. I, I was at, I was at the game with friends. Okay. Like Big Larry had quit this time going to the games. I think. And he, that's he, your dad. Yeah. Okay. Here big, comes the snowman. Yeah. Get ready, snowman on fire. Okay, I'm seeing an Elvis. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, that no. Oh, that, that he is. He's yeah. very much on fire. Yeah. On fire, fire, bro. Did yeah. he? Did he? Did he stop and drop and roll and no, do was, the protocol? He was patting the, him down. They're trying to. They're trying. Yeah, he was like rolling around. The dude caught on fire. He had a snowman out. Here, sir. Here's some Everclear. That, seriously, they were throwing drinks on the dude. There was, was a lot of flames here, chief. Yeah. I at mean, the game. All, at the game. It's like a dang 49ers game. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That that looks like an evil Knievel stunt. I have no idea how he survived that. Yeah. Yeah. Did he? Can we even confirm that? Moments later, there Brothers he is. just threw up his hands and kind of shook his head. Like, I don't know if this guy actually is. Yeah. I think people lived. just kind of patted it out. Like yeah. maybe the maybe the finish on this on the frosty suit was very, very flammable and it all went up very quickly mm-hmm. and then and sort of became extinguished oh, after that. That happened right behind me. Yeah. Right, right right behind you. Right behind me. Yep. Are you in this video? I don't think so. A 10-year-old drunk brought us. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I think I was having a cocktail at that time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we'll, we'll research this further coming up at the break. That might be an all-timer. A Tales from Broadus. <laughs> Chronicles of a football life. All I know is the dude had a snowman outfit on and he caught on fire. Yeah. It's three in the afternoon and you're on your fourth gin and tonic. <laughs> but you don't Getting know. ready for your freshman year of high school. <laughs> I think middle school. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what. Prepping man. for seventh grade. <laughs> Was it 1977? Yeah. 15 years old? Yeah, you were 15. Yeah. It was a different time. Uh, the NCAA. Of course it was. We, we went to the game yeah. without seatbelts on. What are you talking yeah, about? You, you were the one driving. Yeah. Yeah. smoking. Probably had a cigarette in my mouth while I was up. doing it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Blazers are bad. The Mavs <laughs> demolished them. You Luke, told us they were bad. Yeah. Luca and Kyrie combined for 70. It was great. That's through three quarters. Just absolutely killing it. They actually outscored the Blazers by themselves in the first half, 52-47. rest of the team had 26. They had 78 at half, eighth most in franchise history at the break there. Um, You know, bad news, Grant Williams, Derek Lively both suffered ankle sprains. Kids saying afterwards both are mild. Uh, So we'll see there. Uh, Hopefully they won't be gone before too long. Man, that's like the second one for young Lively, right? Mm -hmm. Please don't be a chronic ankle dude. Like, maybe if he's chronic ankle dude, like, Dirk, well, I'm okay with that, but don't, yeah. be, don't be chronic ankle, dude. Yeah, remember, remember how many of the problems Dirk had with his sure. ankles his yeah. first part of his career? Same with, same with uh, Curry. Yeah. You know, yeah. figure out what he did to, yeah. to nip that in the bud. Yeah, he, uh, he, it's just weightlifting, you know, strengthening the upper legs. That's what, that, that's what Curry did. You know, take the pressure off your ankles, get it back on the muscles. That's usually the answer, man. Right. Just more squats. Get yoked. Uh, it looks like Draymond Green is going to be back after 10 games. He, he missed 10, and he was suspended indefinitely for hitting Suns thinner Yusuf Nurkic. But the headline today is that uh, Draymond is going to return to the Warriors facility. Steve Kerr was asked about it last night and, and said, I don't know. We're yeah. giving him his space, and he's given us ours. So we'll, we'll see um, you know, how things play out from there. All right, we're off and running here on, uh, on a magical a Thirsty Thursday here in the G-Bag Nation. Baldy's coming up in an hour at 320. She's got a gym question of the day. Quite a doozy that Chiafala ran into. How would you react to this timeless situation in the gym? It's next here in the G-Back Nation. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation, 214-817-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com, and here's Eric with a tale from the gym. Okay, so this is probably the worst gym situation I've run into since my mom was uh, forcibly vomiting in, in the lobby few weeks back had some heat exhaustion sounded like there's three characters okay? yeah she's she's golden she's gold she dialed up the uh that that italian bread let for me you. tell you what i need to get uh the, the number so i can call her or text her and tell her thank you for that bread absolutely that is incredible that needs to be part of the the restaurant thing that we're all talking about here with dawson me all of us doing Just like throw that on the menu yeah throw that right on the menu well, I got three characters in this particular gym story, um, and I, I'm curious if you guys could power rank the like from from most to least insane. Uh, I believe most I, to least. I am the least insane in this scenario, but I once again was able to guest pass at the really nice gym that has saunas and steam rooms and stuff and the locker room and everything. Oh, you didn't have a Bill Parcells situation, did you? Well... Uh, there's a, it's, it's the men's side. So in the men's locker room, it's also the men's bathroom. Yeah. It's the men's only sauna, men's only steam room. Also a men's only like hot tub jacuzzi. Pretty good size. All, all men only. This is not going the right direction here. I get in there. Which one? The hot tub. Okay. And I'm waiting for my older brother who is in town from Colorado to come get in as well. And I'm just sort of looking down the hallway. Meanwhile, another guy in the corner of my eye is getting into walking down the stairs and getting into the tub. And I just glance over at him, and he is completely nude. Okay. And he is he is like a probably 50 years old. I would say in his 50s, not super old, mm-hmm. but you know middle aged. And he is just young com- enough to know better. Completely 
hanging out like it's no problem. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing about him that would make you think that he's overly confident. I don't think there's a single attribute that he would say I'm super confident in. But he's walking completely naked. I'm in the hot tub, and there's another guy already in the hot tub. My brother is walking up as this naked dude is walking down the stairs. My brother only sees this this old dude's rear end, bare naked rear end, walking into the tub. Now, my immediate reaction is to... I mean, with it immediately, I'm going. I'm just. I'm removing myself from the situation. Yeah. Just right now, I'm not dealing with this. My brother doesn't miss a beat or anything. Watching a bare naked male rear end go into the hot tub, he just gets right in the hot tub and acts like nothing happens. I am. I am shocked. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go get in the sauna. I'm gonna distance myself yeah. here, and and then I start like my the wheels start turning. Like, okay, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm. Who's insane? Is this protocol? You know, I don't really, I don't frequent the super nice gym, the locker rooms. Yeah, the, what neighborhood is the super nice gym? The, 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 the spa. Like, so I don't know, but it seemed like that was a huge foul committed by the the naked sweaty dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't, I don't know. My brother's excuse was, he's like, dude, what's really the difference if, and he, he wasn't, I mean, he was certainly, he wished the guy wasn't naked, but he clearly didn't stop my brother from getting in. Yeah. My brother's like, I mean, what's the difference? Ultimately, all that water's getting in every one of your yeah. crevices and moving around. And so it's kind somewhat. Of a pool anyway. It's yeah. kind of, yeah. I mean, the whole idea of it, honestly, the more I think about it, it's it's extremely oh, it's disgusting. disgusting. yeah. <laughs> but, but a naked dude, I don't know. I just think, is there any protocol for this? Was he, who was in the right? Who was in the wrong? My brother remaining in the hot tub, is he more insane than the naked guy getting in? I'm not a gym guy, uh, you know, so I don't have any experience with this. I do think he, you know, at some point, like, this is my generation. This is Gen X. We're the ones that, you know, were traumatized by that from previous generations, like the World War II generation, the baby boomer generation. These guys were super nude dudes, you know, out in public. Uh, And we probably have them to thank for the trough-style urinals, you know, that populated stadiums through the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and even into the 80s. Shout out the Cotton Bowl. They just did not care. Um, you know, my generation, we should be better than this. We're not old at 50, okay? We, you should not be standing, copping the uh, Captain Morgan pose. Yep. You shouldn't be going into any of these. Now, for me, I wouldn't care. I, I would be more like your brother. I'm like, oh, well, who cares? But I do wonder about, like, why, why do people think that's okay? Why wouldn't you just grab a pair of shorts, you know, and put it in your gym bag right. and be like, hey, before I jump in the hot tub, I, I wonder if they're exhibitionists, you know? I, I wonder if they're getting something out of it, you know? Blaming the gym here. Blame in the gym. You need a policy? Needs a policy. Anybody that gets into the hot tub must wear clothes or shorts. Okay, I like that. Sauna, towel. Sauna's a towel. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to sit in the the sauna completely naked. Yeah, but but towel in the sauna. But if you go into the hot tub, you must be wearing shorts. Even even undies, bro. Even just like yeah, you know anything, care. but yeah, so, some type of coverage needs to be a okay. sign on there. And and I I'm blaming Gavin's right about the dude just walking in, being in from that generation. That's you know, yeah. Those older they, guys. That they, was they, that they, was yeah, par for the course. That was yeah. They listen, would look at yeah. hippies. If it was a seventy-year-old or something. Yeah. I'd be like, I super yeah. old dude. Yeah. You know yeah. whatever. But this but dude was. We're, it we're was kind of the, a tweener from an age standpoint. We're from the streaking era. You know, where they're like, a lot of that was going on and all that was all kind of crazy. Then. Would you have gotten out so of the hot tub? You understand. I would have absolutely gotten out of the hot tub. Okay, very good. Because, you know, I'm not I'm not interested in like, you know, some male, you know, yeah. I mean, don't be. Not anymore. I See, tell I, the Parcel story all the time. It, it comes know? down to norms and expectations, yeah, yeah. right? And I'm expecting that if I walk into that shower, 
I'm going to have to avert my eyes or I'm seeing crank. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I don't expect that sitting in the hot tub. Not right. at all. Not yeah. at all. Shower is completely different. Sauna, must have towel, and but hot tub, must have shorts. That is a policy that all gyms yeah. need to have. Gym must have the sign. Lucius, um, any thoughts on this? Yeah, Buddy is totally wrong. He's 100% wrong. I don't care how old you are. Yeah. You can be 80 years old, bro. Don't get into the hot tub butt naked nude. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of dudes up in here. This is a public facility, fam. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, now, what are those things called? Uh, what is that? A uh, quote-unquote men's club or a... Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, Bathhouse? Turkish bath. bath. There you go. Yeah. yeah. They have places for you. They got places for you, my guy. Yeah. Go ahead over there, man. But no, nah, you're out of control, bro. Okay. Yeah, okay. You're Thank all you. wrong, shipmate. And, uh, and and my brother. Matter of fact, if you do do that and a whole bunch of people, you might need a wellness check. We need to yes. tap in with your family, see if you're I, okay. Yeah, I think so. I, I like <laughs> Lucius, Lucius yeah. is absolutely on to this, yes. Maybe uh, don't put the sign up if you're the gym so that we can start helping folks who are clearly in need yeah. as they get into a public Maybe not. hot tub naked. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah get you on talk space or something. Talk to somebody about that. 214 says he would have told the guy to put some shorts on before he gets in. I th- I, I knew there were going to be people out there. I, I'm not the guy to say anything. Then there's a fight. I'm, yeah, just, I'm not telling anybody anything. I'm minding my business. Yeah. I'm going to get on out the little hot tub and be like, wow, that was a wild experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. I, I sat there Until in that my sauna, experience on the radio, uh, just what, yeah. in a haze, <laughs> trying to figure out what just took place yeah. and how insane is my brother for just not batting an eye, watching hey. the bare naked yep. ass go into the tub, not miss a beat, skip a step. Very excited. Your brother was serious about getting in that hot tub today. <laughs> so he, he had some muscle ailments. He wanted to relax, man. Yeah. My back has been bothering me, bro. I don't care if your balls is out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm old and 72, and I would have bailed. Says the 469. Heck yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, okay, well that's good, man. That's that's good. I swear, there's always old dudes that join these gyms just to walk always. around naked. Yeah. Hey, if you walk around naked in a locker room, uh, you know I'm not gonna judge you that much. But you can't do the public things. You can't sit in the sauna with us and sweat butt naked. Put yeah. a towel on, bro. Yeah. Yes. yes. You, you definitely can't get in a hot tub and yes. start floating around us. By the way, if you're going from the if you're going from the sauna to the hot tub, you must go to the shower area yeah, and get everything. Yeah. You must, you must, yeah. You must take thing. a shower before you get into the hot tub if you've been in the sauna. Or even working out. Yeah. You must shower yes, before please. you get into the hot tub. Yeah, and that's definitely not the case. It's yeah. just it's just sweaty just, dudes. Just get, go take a quick shower, just yeah. rinse off, and then you may go and do what you need to do. Unfortunately, well, man. Right now, we need to uh, thank you, Chief. Yes, sir. Uh, right now, we need to get to the G-bag of the day. Here's Lucius in the pink cup. Hey, you boys are talking about that Bill's tailgate guy that fell yeah. into the fire <laughs> earlier. Yeah. yeah, I love that video because... My man, you're supposed to, like, when you catch on fire, we've been told since, what, elementary, yeah, roll. stop, drop, and roll. Right. My man just stopped and dropped. <laughs> <laughs> he just laid down on fire. <laughs> it was bad, dude. It was a hilarious video. That was probably my favorite uh, video from the weekend, for sure. Just laid there like, all right, what's next? What's next? Everybody's just stomping on him. <laughs> just slamming jackets on him. <laughs> All right, uh, our winner of G back in the day so far is Mr. Kirby Smart. He is the coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. He was on Georgia Radio Network right before the Orange Bowl, and uh, he was excited. How was the warm-up? Warm-up was good. Uh, team got a lot of energy. Um, the practices have been great. I think there's a lot of passion and love for each other on this team, so it wouldn't matter whether there was nobody in this bitch today. These kids want to play. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to go play for Kirby Smart. That's a guy who hangs around 18 yeah. to 22 yeah. year olds yeah. for 12 hours a day. Exactly. Yeah. I still don't believe that's Kirby Smart. Sound like Mike Tomlin <laughs> to me or something, bro. That does. That it does sound got, like Mike Tomlin, dog. Mike Tomlin's got a little vibe. Like <laughs> I'm that. just saying, bro. You're right. Yeah, Mike Tomlin sound like he be cooking crawfish and drinking uh, dark liquor. Yeah. Got a bro ham. Smokes cools. <laughs> Yesterday was a church day. I hope you got your blessing, people. I hope you did. Uh, shout out to Reverend Ike on YouTube. I, I, you know what? I watched some Reverend Ike videos this morning. I sure did. And, and Pastor Freddie Haynes over there in Oak Cliff. Those are my pastors. Those are my peoples. Well, we got this pastor right here. Uh, you guys ever heard of Charlie Boy? Shout out to Charlie Boy. I know Charlie Boy. He used to rap on the phone with me in high school. Now look at him. He's a big rapper and everything. Wow. Nice. Uh, but there's a song he did called I Look Good. And this pastor <laughs> oh, right here is out of control. This is only for the ratchet people. Oh, my mama. Oh, my hood. I look fly. I look good. Somebody say I. I like that. It's That's getting great. all secular in the church. I need to get that as a ringtone. There was another church doing a swag surf during, uh, what is that, New Year's Eve? Their oh. New Year's Eve celebration. Oh. Yeah, they're doing a swag surf. They're walking it out. Walk yeah. it out. Walk it out. They went viral. So secular in the churches now. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. We're here to have fun to celebrate. Hey, man, I ain't mad at it. How about this one? We played this one yesterday, and I and I want to nominate it for G-Bag of the Day. Lions head coach Dan Campbell. Yeah. On with 97 won the ticket in Detroit. Detroit, yeah. what up, though? What up? What up? This is an Odyssey station, too, by the way. Yeah. I guess it's yeah. called a cousin station, not a sister station, but a cousin. Yes. Yeah, it is. Some Kim yeah. folk. This is some Kim folk right here. Yeah, uh, Bigby used to tell me, Gavin, come in here. Let me tell let me show you what Valeni did on 97 won in Detroit today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. This is how you cover the World Cup. This is how you cover the World Cup. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Tom. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Old Bigby. Uh, now, where are we doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any regrets for going for two against the Cowboys? Now, the context is we think these two two guys right here are probably talking about Campbell's move. Yeah. Maybe a little reckless yeah. before he got on the phone. All right. Yeah, I told I told our offense, I think I, I said this before, and yeah. I, we're going for the win. And we're going to go down, we're going to score, and we're going for two. And and I wasn't coming off of that. So if it was like 10 or 15, like a holding penalty, you still would have gone for it? No. If we're getting outside the 10, no. Okay. We, That's we why I'm asking. Outside yeah, the yeah. 10 every week, good on good. <laughs> we do it every week. O versus D. Yeah. I, like when, when you got the penalty and move go it ahead, to go the – Go ahead and say it. Say it. Both of you. What? Say it. Say what you want to say. I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. I would have. I would like you would say it to anybody else. Mm. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Thank you. Okay, I, but you don't regret it. No. It's <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, that's beautiful. He just gave the open door for those guys to ask any question now about anything that he might have done. He likes it, man. He, he's, he he's wants. Okay. He call wants out. to be talked call S him to. Out. Yep, call him out. That could be the beginning of the end. Uh, I think you're putting a spotlight on you.
And I know it's tempting. He probably feels cornered. And in his life, when he's cornered, like raising back and flexing on people has been great. And I'm here for the show. It's going to be amazing. But now you've raised expectations and you've challenged the media after making two mathematically horrible decisions. Good luck with that, sir. I think you're going to need that alpha energy a little bit more. Say it's dangerous to corner a wild animal, bro. <laughs> yes, and he is. Yeah, yeah. He is, dude. He's the man. <laughs> it's dangerous, man. I do want to do a side by side comparison, <laughs> by the way. Who has the stronger R's? Is it Woolchuck or is it Dan Campbell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Dan Campbell got that square jaw, so he can't help it. No. Did you see that B2 bomber fly over the uh, Rose Bowl broadcast of college game day? This is not one, but I just like the reaction because there's only like 20 on the planet. Michigan has allowed 195. That's crazy. Davis is never going to work with Pat McAfee again. Never. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's funny because on he apologized. I'm pretty sure Pat apologized. <laughs> yeah. He's on an apology tour right now. But yes. on set, you see both McAfee and Herb Street, like their heads just snap. Yeah. Like they're like looking, and, and like, and next thing you know, poor. Yeah, uh, you know, I would reason. too, man. Seeing something like that. Yeah, they were yeah. practicing. Actually, it was the practice. Really? They were coming. They were like doing their pregame through the pregame, like well in advance, and they were practicing the flight, the pass. So it was the first time through. That's so, killer. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's only like twenty or twenty-two of them on the planet. So yeah. just to see one is pretty cool. Yeah. That's the only thing I miss about outdoor venues. You know, when you have a big playoff game yeah. or a big, uh, you know, World Series oh, the flyovers. Game. Well, yeah. yeah, Lucius, there's a picture. I think you could probably pull it up. There's a helicopter that was above the yes. the B two, and then the stadium. So they got the they got the right in the middle of the field, yeah. and they're above it. And so you see the whole crowd, mm. the field, and then the bomber. Right there, they got a picture up from above. They got a picture from above, above the B two and and the stadium as it's flying. I wonder how they got that. There's a helicopter. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, I used to do stuff like that, bro. They used to stage the ships out there in the ocean. They have us in a helicopter. We have to take photos of it. These dudes were hanging. Nerve wracking. These dudes were hanging out of this helicopter, getting this shot. Yeah, they were bolted in. They're strapped in. I know exactly what they did, bro. It is nerve wracking. It'll change your life. Trust me. Yeah. I have no idea how you did that, Lucius. N- neither do I, did, really. Did, did you have an option? Uh, did they say, like, hey, would you like to go in helicopters uh, no, and take they, photos? They told it to you like it was a good thing. Like, oh, my God, you've been selected. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe this? Your photos are so good that no. you're going to risk your life to take a photo no. of our fleet for us, man. You'll be clamped in. <laughs> yeah. we got, like, a bungee cord and a clamp here. The we'll photo fine. will live forever, <laughs> even if you don't. It's amazing. Uh, last one right here. Pastor got jokes. A man and his wife and his mother-in-law went on vacation to the Holy Land. While they were there, the mother-in-law passed away. The undertaker told them, you can have her shipped home for $5,000, or you can bury her here in the Holy Land for $150. The man thought about it, told him he'd just have her shipped home. The undertaker asked, why would you spend $5,000 to ship your mother-in-law home when it would be wonderful to have her buried here and spend only $150? The man replied, a man died here 2,000 years ago. He was buried here. Three days later, he rose from the dead. I just can't take that chance. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. <laughs> Salute. Is it Kirby Smart? Is it our pastor with the joke? Is it our reverend who looks fly and good? 
is it Dan Campbell on 97.1 uh, who has uh, some strong R's and some thoughts for the hosts? Or is it the bomber that flew over the Rose Bowl? I'm going to go with Dan Campbell. Right, Chief, how about you? I'm going to go with that last joke. Lucius? Big Dan. Two to one. That's my nomination. Yeah, Dan Campbell. By a score of three to one and your new G-Bag of the Day champion, the pride of Glen Rose, Texas, and one of the finest coaches in the NFL. <laughs> Uh, other than, you know, fourth down decisions and going forward decisions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Krusty's Corner is coming up next. Where are we go? Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, let's take a look at this commander's defense. We'll do that next. Thank you, Lucius. Received a number of updates and uh, eyewitness accounts from people who say they were at that 1977 NFC title game with you and uh, where the snowman caught on fire in the the Frosty the Snowman outfit. And, And Terry Hunt in Waco says, I was at that game too. I recall it was a food vendor selling something hot. Maybe Sterno cans were lit and caught the suit on fire. Great show. I listened to the 254 as much as possible. Salute to you, Terry. And salute to Vince Scully, who was on the call that day yeah. describing the action. Mm-hmm. Here's Broadus with Krusty's Corner. Yeah, thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it was. It happened behind me. Like My seats were on the visitor's side. We were on the fourth row behind the visitor's bench is where my seats were. And it literally happened like, to my left behind me is where it was. And I was like, everybody's kind of like yelling and screaming. And, I bet. And it was kind of I mean, it's shocking how much on fire he was. And not only would you be worried that he was about to lose his life, but also that you were going to catch on fire to being anywhere close. I mean, it, it looked like a Hollywood presentation. That thing went up quick. Yeah. That thing went quick. And he was yeah. taken off on a stretcher. Yeah. Totally covered, like yeah. he might be dead already or suffering yeah. from so such gruesome wounds. Yeah, it was it was it was weird. I mean, I, I mean, I, at the time you're kind of like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah, did I just see a guy burned to death? Yeah. But. Well, hey, uh, by the way, too, I know that uh, Michael Gelkin reported this today, uh, just like five minutes ago. So folks are calling me out on Twitter for it, and that's that's okay to it for it. But Lyle Collins worked at left guard today, and oh. and so. Uh, it was the first practice with the team. Will McClay called him Sunday. This is according to Gelkin. One day after Tyler Smith tore his uh, plantar fascia. How do you say that right? Plantar fasciitis kind of a thing? Is that yeah, what it's called? Plantar fascia, Fascius, I believe, is fasci. the, But the fasciitis uh, is when it becomes yeah, like tendonitis. Yeah. He's an option at guard as well as tackle. I did have somebody in the organization tell me that they were working him at tackle. That's what they were going to start with. So, But him... Maybe maybe scratch the, that person off yeah, the Christmas well, card list. Maybe the maybe the situation maybe the situation is really not great for for Tyler Smith for this week and you know or, or, or going forward. And so um, I know talking to some people this morning about that injury and stuff like that. That was going to be something that they were going to wait until Sunday to whether he was going to play or not. So well, maybe they're hoping, but just wanted to bring in Collins yeah. in case. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. think Collins? Is going to see action then if Tyler's out for sure? I don't. I think. I. I think it's going to be T.J. Bass is who's going to play the spot. But if they're working, if they're working Lyle Collins over at guard, you know, maybe they're thinking about as a possible backup situation right now. There's no way Collins is better than Bass. Not right now. I don't think. 
Yeah. Not right now. I mean, I mean, it, it's about getting. I mean, Collins hadn't played at all this year. Yeah. So, so without Tyler Smith, you're you got to totally scrap the run game. Like well, you're doing yeah. the run running very very sparingly just to keep the defense honest. Yeah. That's yeah. all I need it for. When it's the lightest box you've ever seen, you're like okay, there's only three guys in the box. I think we have to run the ball yeah. here. But no, I mean, that, and even then, if you were, want to there, throw it, fine. There were uh-huh. pe- there were people in the organization that thought that with Lyle Collins, that the reason why they wouldn't play him at guard is because he couldn't bend. They feel like that he he really couldn't bend, you know, with the back problems, the knee problems, the things like that. That it was struggle, it was a problem for him yeah. to to bend to play the position and stuff like that. So. Uh, good for them. I mean, if they hey, if if Collins maybe Collins is in that kind of shape where he checks out and they they feel like that physically he could he could help them at guard. Good for them if that's the case. I mean, like I say, I was I was told the initially though he was going to be a tackle. That that's where they were going to work him first. And then I kind of started thinking, okay, well, how do they? Maybe it's a situation where if something happens at tackle for Tyron Smith that they move Terrence Steele from right tackle to left tackle. And then go from there, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. But uh, good for Lyle Collins for even being back in the mix. All right, uh, we're going to take a look at this uh, this Commanders defense, and we need to focus on the injury report today when we get that, because guys like Jonathan Allen are on that injury report, and there's a possibility that Jonathan Allen might not play in this football game. So we'll see if that's the case. And that I I feel like that when you look at the Commanders on defense, it really starts with their defensive tackles. The Cowboys did a hell of a job against these defensive tackles uh, in, the, uh, in the game last at, uh, on Thanksgiving. You know, they, they really, uh, and, that's, and that's the thing that worries me a little bit with, with uh, we'll see about the, with Tyler Smith not playing because Smith and Biotish and Martin did a hell of a job with those two inside guys right there. So, uh, but if 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 Jonathan Allen doesn't play, and Jonathan Allen's been very vocal, right, about you his know, displeasure, his displeasure, and the fact that he's on the injury report, uh, maybe there's some carryover now that, like, listen, why am I gonna, why do I have to play in this game, you know? And he can potentially sit this one out. That would be a huge, huge uh, benefit for the Dallas Cowboys right now. Oh yeah, you'd love to hear that. Yeah. yeah. So I would think football's got to be the the number one sport that is toughest to play like with your heart not actually being in it. Especially if you're an interior yeah. trench player. It's, like if you don't if you don't want to be here, man, that's that's a miserable 3 hours. Yeah. I I it's it's a it's tough. It, you know, he those guys have gone through a lot too. There was so much really some expectations going there in in Washington and you know for them not to live up to what they thought they were going to be when they got rid of their defensive ends. That's the problem right now when you watch the commanders is Dallas did a really good job, not only blocking those inside, but blocking the edges too. It was one of the better games they had running the ball. If you remember, uh, then, you know, Tony Pollard, they had over 70 yards rushing in that game Hmm. and they were able to kind of play perimeter runs. They were able to use like some weak side runs, crack toss, things like that. So keep an eye on that. But with, with, with these defensive tackles, and, and if, if T.J. Bass, in fact, is the starter, I was going to kind of think like, because I went back and watched the 49ers game last week, and Allen was doubled 13 times by the 49ers in that game. And Payne was doubled eight times. Well, if you don't have Allen in that game, maybe there's no, I mean, it's, you know, that's John Ridgway and, and uh, Falarian, I think that's how you say his name, Falarian Mathis is the two tackles. Those are the backups. 
that they have. Ridgeway. What what was John Ridgeway yeah. was a draft pick. He here. was a cowboy. I can't remember yeah. what his he had a he had a nickname. It was he was from Arkansas. The Vanilla Gorilla. That's right. Boom. The Vanilla Gorilla. Yeah, that rope with the piece and chain. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Faded up and everything. <laughs> Rapping Paul Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe the Cowboys punted on him, man. Yeah, they sent him on his way, and he was claimed he by He was the, made for Dallas, bro. He was made for Dallas. At least for the streets. This linebacker crew for the Commanders is not very good. Uh, Cody Barton, I think, is their best player. But there's a couple of times during the game where he was matched up against Jake Ferguson. It didn't work out very well for the commanders. I don't expect Ron Rivera to make the same mistakes that Jack Del Rio did in this game. I don't know if he's got the players to be able to play against Dallas the way it needs to be played. But I, he's got to do something different. They've got to, the Teams are starting to treat Ferguson differently, too. And the reason I bring that up is because in the secondary – they're really, really banged up. Benjamin St. Juice, Kendall Fuller, they're dealing with injuries. Uh, Tariq Castro-Fields is another guy that plays safety, plays some in the nickel. St. Juice has a concussion. Fuller has a knee. Castro-Fields has a shoulder problem. They really did a good job of attacking St. Juice and Fuller last time that they played. Uh, they put their safeties in some really, really bad route combinations. That hurt them. Brandon Cook's speed was a problem for them. The rookie Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State is the guy that played a lot last week against the 49ers, and he's, their, I think, their best defender of the ones that are left. He's a really aggressive, sticky corner. He does best work when he can play press. The commanders will flip their corners back and forth is what they'll do. So they'll try and find matchups. So you have to be ready for that. But in this game against the 49ers, Forbes, uh, he carried Samuel, Ayuk, and Kittle. So don't be surprised if, in fact, that they put Forbes on uh, Ferguson some in this game, like what we've seen other teams do here the last couple of weeks, and try and take Ferguson out. He he might be the one guy that that you know, even though that Lamb is playing so well, but Ferguson is the kind of a guy that Dak will go to on third downs. So he made some incredible plays in that game last time against the Commanders. So they might not want those linebackers to cover. So keep an eye on Forbes. Uh, again, against a banged-up secondary. This might be a big, big problem for the commanders. Sounds like a plan to me, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Krusty's Corner every afternoon at 2.40 here in the G-Bag Nation. We have Baldy coming up at 3.20. We'll talk to him about what's gone wrong with the Eagles and to what extent uh, can we count them out. But uh, NFL News of the Day coming up next, Chief. Where are you taking us? The computers are satisfying us Cowboys fans in a way that we haven't felt in almost 30 years. That's next here in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.